We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. The industry is lacking the honest experience and grit required to overcome the struggle, and we're here to fill that gap. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. Welcome back. You are listening to Ivy Unleashed here with Brooke and Andrea. Welcome, everyone. Andrea, how are you doing? I'm good. I am ramping up for Christmas, you know, doing all the... The things I got to do. Yeah, it's a little different this year, though, huh? Yeah, actually, it's it's a lot less moving parts. We're actually going to stay put for the Kinda first nice. time. I have never, I've never been in Minnesota for a Christmas. Get out. Yeah, I'm from Wisconsin, and uh, both sets of our parents, you know, the kids' grandparents, everybody is in Wisconsin. And so because of COVID and everything, we've got some pregnant people in the fam. We're just going to stay put. Stay. Yeah, Santa's coming to Minnesota this year. <laughs> which we're all pumped about. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It, it feels good though. Yes. You're staying put too. Yeah. I'm yes. going to Owatonna, Minnesota. Ooh, that's coming exciting. for the Langerbergs. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, you just had a doctor appointment. Tell me, how did it go? I did. Yeah. So I've been seeing a new nurse practitioner actually, who I found just through Google. Okay. I was scheduled to see one and who was a functional med doctor who I was really interested in. I heard a lot of good things about, and she actually left the practice. Oh, I waited a month to see her, and the week before I was supposed to see her, she, I got an email saying she left. Go awesome. figure, just my luck. <laughs> um, so I was having a rough day. I was actually watching the gopher game with a bunch of friends, not drinking because I wasn't feeling well and just kind of in a rut. And I got home and just started Googling like a madhouse, determined to find a new doctor. And I stumbled across a nurse practitioner at Southdale OBGYN in Edina. Shout out Krista. (laughs) And I've seen her three times now and she's honestly a gift from above. I've never had a Western medicine doctor actually take time with me and I mean, I could just cry thinking about it. And so I went in earlier this week for an ultrasound and she came in the room and basically told me that my reproductive organs look good, but I'm full of shit. Awesome. (laughs) So there's backed up shit in there. Yeah. I have, uh, I had a toxic level of shit in me. Um, sorry for anyone listening. This is just a really TMI, but this is what you're getting with Ivy Unleashed. Um, what's causing that? We don't know. Um, But yeah, so it's been a really fun week going on a cleanse and figuring it out. So after that, I just got approved for a new medication that they prescribe for people with Crohn's and colitis and it's supposed to help with stomach pain. And you know for sure that you don't have either of those things. Like that's been Yeah. Yep. And so I'm going to start that tomorrow. So uh, TBD on that. I'll keep you posted. I hope it goes well. Yeah. And then I'm doing magnesium at night. So that's supposed to help apparently way back in the day. That's what they started kind of homeopathic. It's what they did to stay regular. And I'm all about kind of the natural way of doing things, even though I'm going on medication because you got to do something and yeah, kind of helping that bridge the gap. Yeah. So it's been really awesome actually meeting with a doctor who listens to me and kind of 
leaves me with a plan and knows that I'm there. And uh, she's been really great. So good. Highly recommend. And I'm excited to kind of see where this goes for the longest time. And it still really is one of my biggest fears is never going back to feeling like me and mm-hmm. having energy and just being vibrant and full of life and not struggling and feeling like I'm climbing Mount Everest every day. Yeah. And for the first time, I kind of feel like I have a sense of hope again. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So It's hard. I bet it's hard because I feel like when you're working through fears, typically you go within or you rely on your faith. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you actually need a physician. You yeah. need someone to listen. You need to have the right doctor or the or the doctor in the right mindset that day. You know, they could have it could be at the end of the day and they're tired and they just yeah, you know, don't want to give you the attention that you probably need and and I feel like it's a lot of them striking out. Yeah. Even just as simple as someone validating that I believe what you're feeling and that we're going to figure this out and we're in this together because it's lonely when you don't feel well and you're getting thrown from doctor to doctor. You know, we talked about it in episode five. Mm -hmm. Anyone struggling, highly recommend listening to that episode. We get real and vulnerable. But yeah, I mean, when you don't have an answer, the hope seems to be running out. And uh, my boyfriend actually shared a clip of what movie was it? Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yes. Uh, Where he says, the only thing stronger than fear is hope. Mm. And so we're going to talk to you about today. We have a really exciting episode all about fear, different types of fear, how to process fear, how to acknowledge it, how in this time right now where the world is so divided, the one thing we all have in common is fear. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. And we can get through it and we can figure out how to have fear and use that fear to propel us into being productive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's a vulnerable thing to talk about, something that you're afraid of, something that you're scared of. But I think that gives it power when you don't talk about it. It gives it this power over you. And I feel like the more we talk about it, the more we dive into our fears, the better. And so we're going to be getting a little vulnerable here today and telling you about our fears. Yeah. You know, what we're what we're scared of, what we lose sleep over, what we worry about, how we get through it. For me, diving into this topic, what are those things that I worry about? What are, what are those things that I fear? Where do they come from? And it really takes writing it down. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're typing in it or writing it on a piece of paper, But I just started to think about myself and what it is I worry about all the time and how it transpires into my day-to-day or my week-to-week or my relationships Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I had this like overarching theme for all of my fears, how they tie together. And I know it's that I'm worried about not experiencing something that I know is important to me. And so it kind of comes back to like, I'm fearful of having regrets. Mm -hmm. I don't want to regret anything. And it goes in all of these aspects of my life. Like capturing moments. I am obsessed with making sure I take the pictures and the videos. And I know it's because, you know, I want to make sure I remember these things and whatever, but it goes back to that. I don't have any pictures or videos. I was going to ask, is that something that you didn't have? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't have those memories. I don't have things like to look back at. I mean, I have a few pictures, but no videos and stuff like that. And I love going to like my friend's houses or Justin's parents did a really good job of taking videos of them. And it mm-hmm. is so fun to watch. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn how to video edit. I'm going to make these montages. I want them to be able to relive these happy, fun moments yeah. or whatever. And then 
I was examining different fears that I have. You know, I'm always telling someone how much I feel about them because of the fear of losing someone. I lost a few friends when I was really young. And so it's that fear of losing someone. Mm -hmm. You know, I am fearful of not taking care of my health. I want to be around for my grandkids. You know, I had people die younger. So it's like, I want to make sure I'm there for them. And I'm really fearful of being a good example for my kids. Like I don't want, I have this fear of instilling these emotional issues in them, you know, based off of anything that I have. Yeah. So I'm like super fearful of that. And so I have a therapist cause I'm like, I want to work through any issues I have and, and own them. And so I don't put this into my kids. And then I have a couple other fears of just, you know, not following my truth. That's why this year is so important to me to actually do the work of having that fear of, you know, I've always loved being a health coach, but I want to do this in a different way that feels bigger and more intentional and true to me. True to you. And mm -hmm. it's scary. It is super vulnerable to put your dream out there. I mean, it's visible. Yeah. What we're doing and what we believe in. And these chats are so vulnerable. And so it's... And the fear of what people are going to say and what they think. And mm -hmm. as easy as it is to preach, do what's true to you and don't listen to what other people... You're human. We're human. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's all of these, I mean, they have this main theme of just not having regrets on what I'm doing and, and how it impacts my kids. I mean, it's just like a big theme. And so just thinking about how do my fears play into my day to day and how do they serve me well and how do they not serve me very well yeah. or how do they negatively impact other people? So just like the picture video taking thing. Think about it. It's a great thing. My kids have shutterfly albums. They're going to have awesome videos or whatever, but like in the moment, when You're I'm missing out. When I'm panicking about taking this perfect picture on Halloween and they have to stand a certain way, like it's taking away from the moment a little bit of yeah. just like the joy of Halloween. Cause they're like, Oh, here comes mom. She needs the perfect picture. Cause she needs to capture. I feel like it's about finding the balance. Cause right. I feel that way too. Even just being out with friends and you know, going on dates and I want to look back and remember all these things. And then I'm like, okay, well I'm so busy on my phone. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you find the balance of, okay, let me get one one photo, but then more happens. And like, Oh, I want to capture that. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. But that balance comes from the awareness of just even thinking about what, what is one of my fears and where does it come from Yeah, and how that can transpire. So now that I'm aware of it, you know, there's going to be more moments where I literally just put my phone out of my reach. It's fine right now. If there's not a video of this moment that Blair's giggling at the park, cause she's on the swing, like just you remember it and right. you remember the joy that it brought <laughs> right. you and you were able to fully experience it. And just knowing that that's enough and it's okay. That's mm -hmm. all you need. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is helping to be aware of it. It's, I'm, I'm doing things about it. And I think I just want to keep doing this moving forward of thinking about what am I afraid of and why? Yeah. And what helps me through it? Yeah. You know, what gets me to the place of, being able to learn those lessons, you know, and for me right now, it's, I mean, it's always been prayer. It's always been something that, you know, the more in tune I am with God and, and having those conversations, the more calm I am and the more aware I am mm -hmm. and then the writing it down. So yeah, those are things that I'm doing that help me with that. I feel like fear manifests in so many different ways, mm -hmm. right? So we either act like it doesn't exist and we're fine and we don't want to be vulnerable and act like we're scared or we mobilize and obsess over it and we watch the news or we, you know, let it boil up and then all of a sudden we freak out and it's just, like, it's hard to acknowledge it because people don't like to even think that they are experiencing fear. Mm -hmm. So how did you take that first step of acknowledging? Like, how did it look like? I know that you 
you know, are working on it in multiple different ways, like you just said, but Mm -hmm. what did that first look like of saying, okay, I'm going to take a step back and even think about fear and how it's affecting me? I don't know. I think this time of year with COVID and everything just, it brings about this idea of fear. Mm -hmm. And whenever I've had those feelings of, you know, what does COVID mean for my family? What am I afraid of? What is, I don't know. I just feel like this year is a fearful year. And I Mm -hmm. think it just makes me kind of go in and I have a therapist and a health coach for those reasons, because I want to dive into those feelings. And I'm reading this book by Brene Brown right now called Rising Strong. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how like those feelings have to go somewhere. Yeah. They're stuffed somewhere. So when you have these people that are in your life and you have this big outburst and it's this crazy fight that you're like, whoa, that but- person has a bunch of feelings and fears that they've been shoving down and not getting out. And it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. It's got to come out at some point. And sometimes it comes out a little crazy and loud or angry or, and you just feel like it's out of nowhere. But what's been happening all along is these people are, are keeping these fears deep down and they're not talking about them. And eventually it's going to erupt. Yeah. Well, know? and that is like when you don't feel well and everyone's saying, you know, and kind of my experience too with doctors is, are you sure it's not just stress? Are you sure? And Yes, I'm sure it's not just stress, but stress definitely adds to it. Mm -hmm. And when we pile on these emotions and we don't fully process them and sit with them and learn how to acknowledge and overcome them and walk with them, Mm -hmm. they eat at us. Totally. And it's the mind-body connection that it plays such a huge part on our health Mm -hmm. and not only our health, but others. Yeah. You know, when we're not being true to who we are. And this is why we preach to why self-care is so important and listening to your truth and working on yourself, filling your cup up first, because if you don't, you're going to bottle this all up and then unleash (laughs) it to the people around you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, that goes with the, I love talking about different types of fear. One Mm -hmm. we're talking about right now is fear of awareness, even being aware of it. I think people avoid talking about it. They avoid journaling about it because they don't want to deal with the work that it requires to get through it. And so a lot of my clients, they don't go to the doctor's office. They are afraid of- What they're going to hear. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's scary. I mean, people have these family health histories that scare them and they're like, I know my cholesterol numbers are going to be through the roof and it scares me. I don't want to see it. But do you not want to be there for your family? Right. And watch your grandkids grow up and all these things. Mm -hmm. It's scary, but it's scarier if you don't take care of it. Right. And acknowledge that the fear is there no matter what. You might as well go get your numbers checked. But then yeah. it's also the fear of being comfortable, right? Because it's going to be uncomfortable to be at the doctor's office, one. Mm-hmm. Two, it's scary to see the number. Three, it's scary to do the work because it does require you to think about your food. It does require you to think about your exercise. It's a lot of sleep. work. It is a lot of work. And I think it's just, it's important to know that avoiding it isn't going to help. No. And the peace that you're looking for, you're desperately seeking comes from number one, getting the awareness of just acknowledging it's there and just saying, I'm not going because I'm scared to see that number. Just say it out loud. Even yes. to yourself. You're going to feel so much lighter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And this reminds me of a quote that I love Glennon Doyle. She's mm-hmm. amazing. And a big thing she talks about a lot is fear and courage. And, and that's just like a theme of what she talks about a lot. She's had to do a lot of scary things and yeah. face a lot of really vulnerable situations publicly. And a quote from her is, brave means living from the inside out. Brave means in every uncertain moment, turning inward, feeling for the knowing and speaking it out loud. And so I think what she's saying is just like, 
you've got to turn in. You've got to just say it. Take the power away from the fear by just yes. listening to what you already know is true. Because and you're not it. you're not scared of the world. You're scared of your thoughts, right? Like your thoughts are creating this fear. It's just like anxiety. Anxiety is a fear of a situation in the future that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And you're working yourself up and you're working yourself up. And just like journaling and meditating and quieting the noise, it's the same thing with fear. Mm -hmm. So the first step is acknowledge it. Right. The second step is to just be there with it. Right. And that's how you're going to process it. You know, you journal, what am I scared of right now? Mm -hmm. Just ask yourself that simple question. What is the matter? What are the three things I'm scared of right now? Mm -hmm. And once you write them down, then you work on being at peace with how you're feeling and Mm -hmm. noticing that, okay, I'm feeling these fears. I am scared of never finding an answer. I'm scared of missing taking these beautiful pictures and capturing these moments, but they haven't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Who says they're true? Mm -hmm. Are these thoughts that I'm even telling myself true? Mm-hmm. Like what's the facts? What's right. really happening? Yep. And I think that's something that we are noticing a lot with COVID right now and everything going on in the world is we're watching the news and all of these scary things are being exacerbated, but what's actually happening? Okay. I'm safe. The people around me are safe. Mm-hmm. When we start to put it on paper and just shed light on it, we notice that, okay, we're feeling these things. Maybe they're true. Maybe they're not but we can still be okay and feel them. Mm -hmm. And I think the key is to do it without any judgment Mm -hmm. and to be compassionate with yourself and to say, it's okay that I'm feeling these things and to just get them out. Cause like you're saying, they're going to go somewhere Mm -hmm. and you have to get them out or they are going to eat you. Yeah. And I think, (laughs) I think that next step is the scary part too. Okay. So get this awareness, but as I'm writing it down, what's coming to mind. And I think, you know, another category of fear is the fear of failure and success. Mm -hmm. So like you said, there's this fear of what's the next step from there. Okay. I acknowledge this fear and I start making a move or I set a goal and I start making this move. And I feel like failure and success are arbitrary. Like who even determines what a failure is and what success is? Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. You do. Right. In your brain. Right. And so when I coach people, I always say like, Okay, but you don't want to fail. Like, what would that even mean to fail? Okay, let's say you've set a goal that five days a week you're going to get outside and go for a walk and you'd go twice a week. Okay, in your mind, maybe that's a failure. To me, absolutely not. You're growing, you're learning, you're troubleshooting, you're getting more activity. To me, that's progress. To me, that's, if we got to call it something, I would say a success. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super hard to convince someone of when they know what they're capable of, right? And so just to even get started, people are like, well, I mean, when 2021 gets here, then I'll start because they just feel like they're going to, they're way more likely. That's like, I'll start the diet on Monday. Right. Okay. I'll go to the gym on Monday. I'll start next month. Mm -hmm. You know, if you take a step back and you think about, okay, let's say it's goal setting or it's working towards overcoming fears. And in order to do that, you're acknowledging things and you want to change things. Right. And so if you kind of take that step back and you think about, I'm going to make some moves to shift something in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make these moves to better my day-to-day or my habits or whatever. Instead of thinking about, I'm either going to do this or not. I'm going to do whole 30 or I'm not. I'm fully in or I'm fully out. Just think about every single day I'm working towards something. So there is no success. There is no fit. You're always going to be, you're going to meet a goal and then you're going to have another one mm-hmm. and another one, another one. There's it's like not- falling in love with the process. It's the yes. journey, not the destination. Absolutely. And I think if you think about it that way, like, what am I going to do today 
how can I strategize today to do something a little bit better or healthier or kinder to myself or to other people or whatever it is? How can I just do a little bit better? And then today is this, this is what I focus on. Tomorrow it's this, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's just one hour at a time, however you want to do it. But if you start to shift your brain in that, I'm always working on something. I'm always bettering myself because I'm worth it. It's not so scary to face these fears. It's not Mm -hmm. so scary to write it down. It's like, whatever, we all have fears. Today, I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm worried about going to hell. So I'm going to focus on (laughs) my faith or whatever it is. And people are super scared of going to hell. Who isn't? Whatever. I guess maybe some people aren't. But, you know, thinking about, you know, if you have that fear, that fear no one wants to talk about. Whoever in the world wants to say, I'm scared I'm going to hell. Nobody talks about it. But so many people, people are worried about People don't like it. being vulnerable. Right. But what can you do that helps that? What can you do to get yourself to a place where your faith is in alignment with what makes you feel good and connected to God or to whatever it is that you believe in? I think it's just like what I just said. Did it freak you out that I said that out loud? Kind of. Yeah. People aren't used to it. People aren't used to saying those scary, ugly things. And that's the thing with fear is it gives it power. Like knowing that I'm afraid of going to hell. It's out in the universe now. And what am I going to do? Do a better job of staying connected to God every single day of my life. Yeah. I think that shows too. There's always something you can do. Mm -hmm. There's always some control that you have. Mm -hmm. And it starts with, yes, acknowledging it and being aware and asking yourself these big questions that really make you think, you know, one of the questions is where am I using my imagination to scare myself? Something that Brooke Castillo talks about in her podcast, the life coaching school is, you know, being at peace. And after you acknowledge it, it's all about being at peace and being alongside with fear, asking yourself what is true and then telling yourself I'm okay right now because I am safe right now. I can handle this moment. I'm handling this moment. I am. Mm. These things of bringing you back to the present moment because the anxiety and the fear, you're giving fear power when you're using your imagination Mm -hmm. and thinking of what could happen. Right. And it's like, no, 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 what actually is happening. I've even heard like grabbing onto something that you're sitting on or next to or sitting on the ground and like physically grounding yourself gets you back into the present moment. Well, let's say like in nature, without your shoes on, barefoot, just in the grass, in nature, Mm -hmm. nature's so healing. But you, there's a way that you can channel the energy to be productive. Can I tell you a funny story about um, thinking about in the moment and facts versus where your brain can go? Yeah. Okay. So this one time I was in Cabo on spring break. I wasn't even dating Justin yet, but we had this awesome idea to swim out to this yacht after having a couple Coronas, which was not a good idea. But anyways, that's probably Corona. Why, that's probably why I had. <laughs> it's probably why I had some courage to do it, uh, but. Justin was like, I want, we need a girl to go with us because we want to try and get out on this yacht and jump off of it. And I didn't even think about my fears in the moment. I was like, I want to go wherever Justin's going. So I'm going. And that would be kind of sweet to go out to that yacht. And so I'm swimming out there, swimming out there, not thinking about two of my biggest fears in the entire world. Sharks. Sharks and drowning. Didn't think about them. Get out to the yacht, right? And it's Justin and I and a couple friends, uh, Alex and, and Brandon, and we're hanging on the end of this yacht. The owner comes out to us and goes, what are you doing? Uh, I was like, can I jump off your yacht? It would be so sweet if we could just jump off your yacht. We swam all the way out here. He goes, who do you cheer for in the NFL? And we said, the Packers. He goes, absolutely not. And didn't <laughs> let us on there. And it was such a far swim that we were so tired. So we had to You're just. Like, please, please. So we had to like hang on to this yacht, right? And then 
all of a sudden, after swimming that distance and, you know, Alex and Brandon's strong swimmers just head on back, I realize I look back to the shore. How am, far you were. I am not a good swimmer. I am definitely afraid of drowning. And then I think about, there's a ton of sharks in Cabo. And all of a sudden, my I panic. I am like maybe 20 feet away from this yacht now swimming back. And I have like a panic attack in the ocean. And luckily, oh, no. Justin's with me. And he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, oh. I'm freaking out. There's sharks under here. They're probably swimming underneath me. I was like freaking out, like completely out of body panic attack, like could have drowned. Oh my gosh. Luckily he was with me and he goes, okay, what I want you to do is just go on your back, look up at the sky, just focus on the clouds and how you're feeling by looking at the sky. Just breathe. I got you. He put his arm underneath me and he swam me back and I just floated there looking at the sky. And I just, in the moment had to think about Something completely different. Where am I? I have somebody holding me. He's getting me back to shore. I'm looking at the clouds. Like it was wild how you can completely forget about your fear. You have control. You do. And I, it shows like at first I wasn't thinking about it. Then all of a sudden it overtook my entire body Mm -hmm. and just having someone with you too, to kind of ground you or center you was so helpful. And we lived and no sharks ain't. (laughs) Thank God for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I've never been so scared in my life. Oh my gosh. That's kind of when I fell in love with him, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he is a Herbert. He saved me from sharks. Yeah, if you save me from a shark, I'll fall in love with you, I guess. It it just shows though, when you focus on the good, more good comes. Mm -hmm. You know, Brooke talks about in her episode too, when you focus and give power to what you don't want, you get more of what you don't want. Yes. And when you focus on what you do want- when you focus on how it's going to help you, you have more energy, you produce more motivation, mm-hmm. you attract more good. Yeah. You know, what you put out in the world is what you attract. Mm-hmm. And that's just proof that when you tell your mind, okay, think of where I am, how I'm doing. Okay, let's focus on something completely mm-hmm. different. Yes. It takes the belief that you can and actually doing it. Yes. I am swimming. I am getting closer to shore. I am safe. I am with someone. Yeah. And having someone else too is huge. Having that support system, whether it's your partner or a friend or someone that even if you don't know how you're feeling and you can't recognize that it is fear, just being able to talk to someone Mm -hmm. and to do something about it and goes back to us preaching that you can always, there's always something Mm -hmm. that you can do. And sometimes it's scary, but a lot of times it takes going out of your comfort zone and reaching out to someone and being like, Hey, I just need you. Yeah. And it's okay. We're human. Mm -hmm. We weren't supposed to do this alone. No, no. And fear, fear is so real in so many different ways too. I think about how, as you're changing, how scary it can be. Right. So there's also the fear of loss and the fear of loss can look Mm -hmm. so many ways. So if, as you're changing or as you know, you're starting a business, there's the fear of loss of money, or there's a fear of, you know, if you're going to lose weight, a fear of, you know, what is my new identity? Do I know how to be a fit person that fits into size, whatever clothes? Do I know how to live a life like that? And as much as it sounds like, well, whatever, that would be sweet. That's what I want. It scares people and it stops people from actually taking action. And it's, it's sad. And I think this happens in a lot of different routes too. It happens with relationships. You know, you want to end a relationship that's not serving you or a friendship that's not serving you. You know, if you're consistently walking away from a conversation with a friend or a lack of conversations with a friend, or when you do talk, it feels like negative. It feels like, you know, the second you get off the phone, they're going to talk smack about Mm -hmm. you to someone else. Like that relationship is worth walking away from. If you're not getting anything out of it, or you feel like after it, you need to go 
vent to someone about how that's going and how negative it makes you feel, it's not a relationship for you anymore. And that's hard too. That's hard because that friendship is part of your identity Mm -hmm. or that relationship with a significant other or a family member. It eats people alive to think about actually walking away from hard relationships. There's a huge fear in shifting something in your life because you do get a new identity or you have to think about other people's opinions or expectations. And that's something I really feel like people need support in a trusted friend, a coach, a therapist, where when you're removing things from your life, whether it's weight or a person, or if it's just feeling like this loss of comfort, Mm -hmm. you know, that is a big fear. And a reason people don't meet their goals or follow through is that it's comfortable. I know this person, they've been in my life forever, or I've been big forever, or I've, you know, always drank forever. And I have all of these things that feel familiar and they are comfortable, but I know deep down, it's not what I want to be doing or surrounding myself with or whatever. And just fighting through that fear is so important and it requires effort. And something that I like to work with people on is, is visualization through Mm -hmm. the process. So, you know, thinking about what do I want to do and how is it going to make me feel and actually picturing yourself. So picturing yourself, I want to be more active. It feels like so much work though. It's, it's hard to run or it's hard to lift or it's hard to get outside and people will see me or whatever, but visualize yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. What will I be wearing? When will, when will it be happening? And how will I feel? Right? So I'm going to be a walker and I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to be someone that meditates, you know, things like that. Like, how do I want to feel? And what is something small I can do and actually visualize what that looks like, what you'll be wearing, when it is, is it light out? Is it dark out? You know, do you want a blanket? (laughs) Do you want some cute running shoes to start walking in? Or do you want, you know, a cute blazer to wear, you know, when you're going to an interview that you're super scared to go to or things that can make you feel like you could see yourself doing it. That's like the first step. If if you're just, you're not sure if you're ready to jump into this because you're scared is just, what would that look like? You know, and how can I just take one little small step that just feels like it would be progress? Mm -hmm. That helps a lot. We have to take a minute break here to tell you about something delicious and good for you. Please and thank you, Granola Bars, owned by our good friend Britt, are literally named to remind us about manners and to have a little fun with good food. These granola bars are a small seed in a big field of showing each other kindness and respect. My kids are obsessed with the Golden Rule Granola Bar, and I start almost every single morning with the Yes Please Granola. So good. I pair it with a mix of berries, yogurt, and chia seeds, and it is such a fast, easy, and delicious way to start off my day. So why please and thank you? Because. Because they're a reminder. A reminder of manners and that it's okay to respect each other, even if we don't agree with each other. Because of the earth, we support our world instead of taking away. Our earth is precious, and they focus on packaging that will eventually become part of the earth. And because of you, you are important, and we need to make sure that we only share with you products made with whole ingredients, jam-packed with nutrients. Not only do these granola bars remind us of being good, they are good. All of them are gluten-free, most are dairy-free, and they have nut-free and vegan options. In partnership with Gold Ivy, Please and Thank You would love to offer Gold Ivy listeners 10% off when they use our promo code GOLDIVY, one word, on their website, pleasethankyougranolabars.com. After each 10 orders that Gold Ivy listeners place, they will gift a free batch to a lucky listener. So make sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook too. 
Just search Please and Thank You Granola Bars. So go ahead, grab these granola bars and granola whenever you want, but make sure to use your manners. Please and thank you. When you're in the space and you're doing the work, it's so hard and it can be so overwhelming. It is overwhelming. But what you need to remind yourself is that there's always something you can do. Mm-hmm. And even if it's so small, it's still something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't give ourselves credit for just doing something. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we want to get there now and we visualize this day. And it's something that I struggle with too. I visualize how I want my day to look. And then life happens. And I don't get everything done that I want to. Mm-hmm. And instead of celebrating these small victories of, okay, well, I still did yoga. I still meditated. I say to myself, all right, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do this. And I could have been way more productive if I would have did this. It's like, no, 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 no. What did you do? Let's focus on the good. And how did you feel? Yeah. During and, it. And to create more of what we want. You know, another quote that I love from Brooke Castillo's episode on fear, she says, when we push against what we don't want, we create more tension in our body. When we focus on what we do want, we create motivation, contribution, energy, and service. She says, what is making you afraid and what does it make you want instead? I love that. I think that that makes me think about feeling alive. Mm-hmm. Fear makes you feel alive. Like when I was shaking in the ocean, I've never felt more alive yeah. in my life. I've, it <laughs> overtook my body. But I think yes. that you can put that into, yes, this is scary. But when you like think of watching a, a really good movie, or a show that where they, you know, show people's stories and like The Voice or American Idol or whatever. Right. All of those people are, the reason why it's good TV is that they feel so alive because they are facing their fears. They're putting themselves out there. They're taking a big risk. I mean, yeah. every movie has a big risk in it. And it's when people feel alive and you watch it because it makes you feel alive. Right. So think about when you're facing these fears it feels scary, but that shows you I'm alive. I'm capable. I can make a change. And how can I do this? It, you know, maybe it's jumping full force in and maybe it's small steps, whatever you feel mm-hmm. like you can do. But think about it in a way that if this is going to be an identity of mine and something new that I do, how can I make this last? How can I do this in a way that I won't burn out? Yeah. You know, how can I do this in a way that it scares me a little bit, but I have enough support to even yep. take that step? It takes starting small doing something that you know you can do, right? Mm -hmm. Is it realistic? Mm -hmm. And having that support, Mm -hmm. taking the energy that you get from the fear, from being anxious and transforming it into a solution to your fear. I think it takes vulnerability and courage Mm -hmm. to do that. And it's not easy. And right now things are really intensified in the world. Mm -hmm. And something that I tell myself too, and you know, will always preach is what can you control, Mm -hmm. right? When I feel so scared and I I have no control, okay, well, that's a lie. That's not a truth that I'm telling myself. Mm -hmm. What can I control? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can control reaching out to my family because I am terrified of the family members I have that are at risk. Okay. Well, they're alive. And what I can do is reach out to them and tell them how much I love them. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about my health. Okay. Well, what can I do within my own health to make me feel better? Mm -hmm. And that's, one simple thing that you can do each day when you're feeling really anxious or you don't really know where to start with processing your fear. It's asking yourself these questions. What can I control? And going from there. And there's always something 
that you can control and it takes a little searching and a little digging. Yeah. And I think too, something to remind yourself is that there's always going to be fears. It's not like you're never going to be. They're never ending. Right. I think it's like pick your hard, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like it's hard to be miserable at the weight that you're at and not being able to run around with your kids. And it's also hard to do the work, but pick your hard. I think that's the same for scary. Mm -hmm. Do I want to be running and trying to pursue my dreams and that's scary or is it scary to think okay well what if what Mm -hmm. could my life look like do I want to have that fear of being at the end of my life and never chasing that dream you know I think we know we have our tagline the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth it's not that there really is no fear at all but we are going to embody that I am going after this I am pursuing knowing myself more and growing every day because I want to face that fear. I mm-hmm. wanted to, I'm going to tell myself it's a fearless pursuit because that's how I want to embody my life. I want to think about, it's scaring me a little bit to know what this could become. Mm-hmm. It's scary to think about me telling the world all of my deep, dark secrets and fears, but whatever, it gets me to know myself better. And the more I know myself, the more I can help people, the more I can learn about, you know, how I work to help other people learn how they work so they can level up their lives, you know? And so I think it's also important to acknowledge that fears are always going to be there. Everyone has them, Mm -hmm. but the more that we normalize talking about them, the more that we can get to that place where it's just, it's not a place where you know, you feel uncomfortable even bringing it up. You give it power. You give that fear that power and just like knock it to the ground, kick it around, (laughs) get that fear out. There will be another one that comes, but we'll know how we can handle it and we will feel more confident in what we're capable of doing. Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that the secret to life is learning how to deal and process your emotions. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is to be able to overcome your fear because you were made for more, this you have one life to live, mm-hmm. right? What are you going to do with it? And are you going to let fear hold you back? No, I'm going to jump in the ocean. It's scary, <laughs> but I'm still going to jump in it. And you met and fell in love with Justin. You and now what? here we are. Big risk, big reward, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> life is just too short. And it's scary and it's hard. But the message in the mess is that there is something you can mm-hmm. do. Absolutely. And you have to believe that you can do it. And you can always ask for support. Lean on your people. Yes. Battle your fears by owning them one thought at a time. Ooh. Yeah. One step at a time, one thought at a time. Like it. Something we say and talk about in episode number seven with one of our guests, so tune into that, is all about self-care. And I ask the question of how do you know when it's working, mm-hmm. right? Like you do so much work to try and feel better and to take care of yourself. And I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm going through the motions, but how do I know that it's working? And our guest does something beautiful. And she says, it's when you're in these moments and you realize how you're speaking to yourself mm-hmm. and the compassion that you're giving yourself. Yep. And when normally you would get frustrated or have anxiety over it, the way you're speaking to yourself of, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. It's these little things. I think that's the same with fear mm-hmm. and how you talk to yourself and the self-efficacy that you can do it, the belief that you have the ability. And it's these little things add up mm-hmm. and you start noticing that you are overcoming your fear and you're processing it when you're giving yourself the love and compassion and you're judgment-free because until you're judgment-free, you're not going to grow. Mm-hmm. 
when you keep beating yourself up about these little things that make you human, mm-hmm. when you disassociate the guilt from your emotions, I think that's when true healing happens. And when you realize that you are not your thoughts, mm-hmm. you can be vulnerable and you can say, okay, I really need help or nope, this isn't working. Let's try something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all scary, but you do have control. There's always something you can do. And, you know, I think that, you know, I want you to know that we're here for you guys too. You know, when you think about, you know, having someone to chat with or having someone to talk to, you know, we want to hear your story. We want to know, I'm afraid of this. And this is something I want to talk through with someone. We would love to have you on the show. We would love to hear what your story is. Or if you did battle through something that was super scary and you didn't even know where to start and here you are now killing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to hear about it too. I think it's important to know that your story matters. It can be super powerful. It can move people and people can hear what they want out of it. Like it might not even be what you expect. No, not at all. But I think too, what we're saying is the awareness and talking with someone. Sometimes it's like getting over that fear of sharing your story. Yeah. yeah. It, it can be scary, but it can be super powerful too. Yeah. And I think there's a, you know, there's a lot of common fears. Mm-hmm. Example, coronavirus and fear of missing out and fear of regret. But then there's also these crazy fears that we have no idea why we feel the way we do and why we're afraid. Like, for example, I am petrified of birds and I have no idea where that started from. It's like, how do I, how do I overcome that? I think we take you to a- No, 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 no. I'm out. I'm out. Um, but it's this crazy concept that is really hard to tackle. And there's so many different ways to go about it. Yeah. I don't know. This whole thought, this whole conversation just has me thinking about how I'm not ready to overcome. (laughs) (laughs) I will work deep down about, you know, fear of neglect and abandonment and all these things that I really have from my childhood, but birds, I don't know. (laughs) I'll help you with birds. (laughs) because <laughs> I love birds. A lot of people hate birds, but I think the the deeper stuff you're talking about, <laughs> I think, you know, it's super important to think about those things, even though they're hard and they're messy, because I'm sure it's affecting, you know, relationships you have now or mm-hmm. conversations you have with yourself. And sometimes too, like we talked about earlier, it could be deep, deep down in you and these thoughts that, you know, you've got to get them out. You've got to think about how it's affecting you or how it could affect you down the road. Yeah. It's manifesting in different ways. And I know that, and it's hard. And these are some of the things that we're doing to Mm -hmm. help work through both of us, working with a therapist, meditating, journaling. You know, we are posting every week Ivy Reflections Mm -hmm. to help you journal. There are journal questions that we ourselves are answering to dig in and find our truth Mm because we're still searching for it. And we want you guys to know that we don't have the answers. We are searching for them too and Mm -hmm. doing the work and it is hard and it is okay that it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. Nothing easy. Yes. Nothing easy is worth worth having. You are worth the effort of digging into these fears. And like she said, our blog is available for you to read, you know, a deeper level of different things that we're talking about today. There's going to be things in the blog that are not on the podcast as well. And then like she said, the Ivy reflection so that, you know, if you don't know how to get started with journaling, that it's there and that, you know, maybe just reading through other things that we have in the blog can help you think about your truth or reflect on something that maybe you weren't even thinking of, Mm -hmm. get you to a place where, you know, maybe you feel ready to open up or maybe it 
you know, brings about some type of motivation for you or inspiration. We really want, you know, you to utilize that in any way that makes sense for you. Yeah. And I just want to say too, there is no one right way to do this. Mm -hmm. It's not a one size fits all as far as healing and therapy and working on yourself. There's no step-by-step instruction guide, even though I really wish there was. (laughs) There's so much you can do and any of it is good and is going to benefit you. And so knowing that just taking one little nugget and starting small, these small things add up Mm -hmm. and they create huge changes. As hard as it is to see that when you're just doing these small things, they're worth it and you can do it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, before we jump into our three gold stars, I just want everyone to remember all these resources are available at your fingertips for free. Mm -hmm. We have our blog, like Andrea said, and that is the Ivy League. We'll also link all this in our show notes too, but please visit our website. You can find us on all socials at Gold Ivy Health Co. And you can find a footage of this episode on YouTube. Absolutely. All right. Now it's time for our three gold stars. Journal or meditate asking yourself, what three main thoughts are scaring me? Acknowledge one fear and list a positive and negative effect it has on you. Find a way to support yourself through a fear, whether that be a friend, therapy, or practicing a form of self-care. All right, next up, unleashing IV. Dre, what's one thing you do to center yourself? With fear, I would say prayer. I feel like if I ever have any feeling of there's something that I need, I know that the first step is prayer. I feel a calm come over me. I feel anxiety go away. I feel like if I'm scared someone's going to break into my house or something, even a fear like that, prayer is just, it, it provides the strength that I need. It provides every type of peaceful feeling I'm looking for. You know, that's always the first step, I would say. I love it. When you're really struggling with a fear, what's one thing that steers you in a positive direction? Talking to someone. And that looks different for who it is in the moment, what I'm struggling with. A lot of times it's you. Mm. But being vulnerable, and I know that when I'm having fear, it comes out and it manifests in anxiety. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my cue to be like, okay, something deeper is going on. What am I feeling? I need to tune in. And a lot of times it's hard to quiet that noise by meditating to start because it's so loud and I really don't know what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And it takes talking to someone else to get a different perspective and an outside lens to be like, well, maybe it's this way. I'm like, oh, you're right. Yeah. That might not even be like that helpful of a comment, but just getting it out there to someone probably is just like a relief that I'm not in this alone. Someone else can kind of help me no matter what they say. Yeah. Well, it's just like talking to a friend about any issue you're Mm -hmm. having. You feel lighter. It's like, oh, okay. I just needed to get that out of my body. Mm -hmm. That's what journaling does too. It's the physicality of writing it out and Mm -hmm. getting it out of your mind and onto the paper, which it sounds like work. It doesn't sound like it would be, but it is. Mm -hmm. You can only have so many tabs open up there. You you got to close them. All right. And lastly, what's one thing you wish you would have known sooner about facing your fears? Ooh, I'd say I wish I would have known sooner that it's okay to change your identity. You know, Mm. a lot of times, like I've had this comment from a few different people of like, you've changed. And to me, like that used to be like a huge 
dagger in my heart. But I've changed to you and your perception of what I should be. Okay, fine. But I want to change. I always want to change. I never want to stop changing. I want to continue to grow and learn. And every time I read another book, I swear it changes me. And that's why I keep reading is because I feel like I'm learning these new things and trying new things. And I think to me, that's important. That's who I am. That's not important to you. Cool. Well, you're evolving into who you were put on this earth to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I wish I would have known sooner because I knew I was like a lifelong learner earlier on. I love learning from other people. I loved having different mentors. I love being in a bunch of different activities. And I think to me, trying new things and adapting and shifting and changing and like leveling up, it does change your relationship with a person. It's very rare that you can stay friends with someone for that long of a time because you Mm -hmm. do change life changes lots of things change but I wish I would have known sooner that that's absolutely okay to change who you are even what you believe in or what you put in your life or if you're all of a sudden an introvert and you were an extrovert whatever it is I think if you're being true to yourself and you shift and you change that's okay and it's also okay to let go of relationships if that's what it takes to have your own authentic self continue on because it's your life Right. Nobody else's, yours. Right. And, and it's do you hard. really want someone in your life that doesn't allow you to change and grow as a person? Yeah. And support you in bettering yourself mm-hmm. and becoming that person that is going to give you joy and happiness and a sense of purpose. Well, before <laughs> we wrap up with our piece of gold, don't forget to subscribe to Ivy Unleashed on YouTube. Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share with anyone you think would benefit. From yes. Hearing. On YouTube, it's the Gold Ivy Health Co. channel. And then you can share obviously from there. And then you can share Ivy Unleashed on Spotify or Apple as well to anybody that you feel like could benefit from this or any of our other episodes too. Absolutely. All right. And for our last segment today, your piece of gold. Today, your piece of gold comes from Jay Shetty. Jay says, if we learn how to recognize what fear can teach us about ourselves and what we value, then we can use it as a tool to obtain greater meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in our lives. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold.